Taj quietly left Dreamville camp. I'm weak. Taj did leave. I'm not love Dreamville. He was in there with all the niggas. That nigga had a bedroom at the house. He hasn't played Boz in forever. He had a bedroom. He had a bedroom just to dream about the Ville. No longer. Oh, he had a dream pot. Nigga would go into his nook, his nook and cranny. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> He's just like a, I don't even know. Nigga would go into a section of the corner of his room and just dream. <laughs> Remember way back one time in the Ville, for real. <laughs> you were singing no role models? Oh, Probably shit. at one point, yeah. Nah, I can't hold you, bro. Forest Hills Drive was the greatest album of all time to me to 14-year-old Vans. <laughs> you couldn't tell me anything else was hotter than Forest Hills Drive. <laughs> like, you wouldn't even... Oh, that's funny. Damn. My diamonds hitting on me real hard. Stepping in the bars and switching up cars. I get you wet like ten thousand large. It's automatic. You switch out the parts. I go and pick up and fill up the cart. You niggas sell songs. I call them bars. That ain't no third clip. That's a guitar. If that's a hit, shot extra reward. She got me good time. Fuck a record. I got my name some police reports. Every case I be playing down like a tourist. I tell my lawyer I'm shining in court. Stacking this money, I'm robbing go short. She trying to fly to a private resort. I try to tell her she not that important. She think that I ain't. Fuck Bad before, but well, I got so many bitches and more. But I've been keeping it for some of my business. Came from the ground, can't believe that I did it. When it came, got some fake down, but I didn't. Check it too big, and I easily hit Shit on my eyes, man, I hope they forgive me. I don't give a fuck, man, you know I'm just kidding. Give it to you, I'm surprised they living. Mm. Episode 89 of the Unheard Podcast, man. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope everybody had a, you know, a safe New Year. Trying to duck the, um, you know, the, the Omni. The Omni. Uh, I know last week we missed it, man. I hope I ain't get that joint. I went and got tested today. I think it came back negative, but feeling a little under the weather. There's uh, the two options, nigga. <laughs> how do you think? How do you think about the test result? No, nah, I gotta go check. I ain't get the notification yet. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to stay out the mix. This shit, it seemed like it's no end in sight. But you know, we are gonna push through it, man. That's why we here. About to go back on another lockdown, back to the golden age. So. You're gonna be right here. Kick it with us. The golden age. Um, but let's talk about the, the announcement of the week, man. According to Vance, this was more anticipated than certified lover boy. Niggas have been looking looking for this. The streets have been fiending They've for been it. They've been seeking throughout. They've been searching every street, bro. They've been checking under sewers. Facts. They've been checking under bridges. They've been going through the lift woods. Lifting trash can lids vines. and everything. They're they looking everywhere. The tr- they gotta lift the trash. Niggas looking for the drip season four. Release date. That's what we all we were looking for at first. We were just looking for a sliver of news. And Yo dropped the snippet, and then he dropped the release date with it and the cover, like basically all in two days. He said that joint coming next Friday. And honestly, to say I expect more than a six day rollout from Gunna would just be a lie. To say I expect any anything really in a, in a six plus day rollout from Gunna, so I'm like I'm not even mad that he just kind of announced it, dropped the cover art, and he's gonna let the music speak because I think Gunna's capable of that. Um, but yes, I truly do think this will be one of the more highly anticipated albums of the year, just in terms of the hype that it has for it beforehand. I feel like I see a lot of hip hop heads like kind of coming out of the cracks, like rising out like that one scene from the avengers when niggas be popping up out the portal and it's like oh they all about to fight thanos i feel like that's how niggas are coming out right now to defend gunna um and that's the thing like gunna's not really one of those artists i fear 
is even gonna have to be defended because like the music is usually great objectively um but yeah i don't really know what i'm expecting from the gunner project other than greatness <laughs> are y'all gonna fans you're gonna fan chance y'all heard us what was that a chuckle yeah man shout out gonna uh this is um i guess it's just perfect timing um the Roddy Rich live life fast. What we thought was gonna hold the streets <laughs> down, or not what I thought. But wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time some out. Time thought. out. Wait, did we talk about? Did we talk about that already? Yeah, we talked about that project um, before the little okay. hiatus last week. But what we okay, thought was okay. gonna, you know, have that that New Year's little pocket <sighs> to dominate. Don't even remind me. Um, Don't even remind me. It seemed like that's really about to go out the window after this week, cause. Gunner's coming, man. I mean, the the project is. I mean, the cover art is sick. I think is is. Shout out Daniel Arsham. It's the dopest of the whole installment. Um, and you, you know everything's set up for him. Like, this should be a a home run project. So, you know, I'm excited. Tosh. Yeah, before I give um a whole rant on Gunner and me gatekeeping artists in 2022. But one of my co-hosts, who will remain nameless, wasn't recording, so I'll I can't fake the rant again. So. But just know it was a great rant, whole lot of things, said some great points. But that's how I feel about Gunna. I think Gunna's one of the most dick road like rappers in all the industry. <laughs> Thank you. And it's bro. really annoying, like as someone who's been a fan of Gunna since like mid high school. Just all the people who tried oh. to convince me that certain people were better than Gunna. And now having them like try and shove gunner down my face, like nigga, bro, I'm, bro, I'm tired of it. You knew it was gonna happen. You're preaching. You're preaching. I remember so many niggas were telling me such and such is better than gunner. Such and such is better than gunner. Gunner got away. Niggas were telling me Keed was better than gunner. Like gunner got away his turn behind Keed. Like yeah, that was insane. And then baby, baby, that's a, at least an argument. But still, I've had gunner shitting on baby for years, for years, and um. I agree, Taj. It's like the same niggas that were trying to put people over Gunna are now the biggest Gunna fans of all time. And it's like, okay, I don't want to gatekeep too hard, but you're right. It might be time to increase the gatekeep meter. Real ones know, man. Ridiculous. Real ones know. Real ones were listening to the original Dripper Drown. Like, a lot of people don't even know that song exists, which is crazy. But I saw an interesting tweet. It said, quote, y'all niggas been rapping 12 years. And like gonna pass you in four because bro uses the same producers that got him there. This shit is not rocket science. I think the tweet was referring to Taurus, Wheezy, Metro. I think are really the three, three producers he sticks with. And um, like I said, I mean he's delivered nothing short of greatness on the last couple projects since Drip Season Two. I've been a fan of every project that's come out, uh, barring. What was the one with Baby, the uh, the collab project? I don't really include that in his discography, but I think there's something. I think there's something to be said there. I feel like we don't see too many other rappers other than like a Boldy James, who's also super highly acclaimed. That's really just working with one producer or sticking with the same producer to like really craft that sound. Because I feel like Gun is so noted for his sound versus other people. Like people, like I don't know. I, I feel like a, nobody else in. It's a real nitpicky take because. When people you do use the same producer, or when somebody does produce all their own shit, then it's like, I'm tired of that sound. I'm tired of it. Try something new. Reach out with these other producers. But then if it's nice, it just matters if the album is good or not. Like, 
If it's mid, people going to be like, you, the sounds are too tired. If it's fire, it's going to be like, That's because he worked with the same producer. So, like, pick a side. You're right. I'm very much about the what's the same, though. Stick with your same producers. You know, pro- producer Vance is speaking. And it's like, with the Benny the Butcher Hit Boy thing, it's one thing because it's like he went to Hit Boy's world and then it came out with some weird album. Not weird album, it's cool, but it's like when you stay with the producers you've been with for four or five years and y'all have been working on that sound and it's working like there's proof of concept like everybody talks about Gunna's flow everybody talks about Gunna's like overall aura it's never his bars like nobody really listens to really what Gunna's saying it's just his sound he's done such a good job of cultivating that sound like my homie described it he's like a mix of future thug and baby just like all encapsulated into one He's a street nigga that sounds good. He says smooth shit. He's not making you feel broke. Well, no, one, he's a street nigga saying smooth shit, right? That's the future aspect. On top of that, he's rapping about shit without making you feel broke. That's the thug aspect to me, or when he hops in those little thug rap pockets. And then with Baby, I think you can see the similarities when Baby gets into his melodic shit. They kind of ride those same little top line melodies, but... I don't know. This is a long, drawn-out take. I just want people to know I'm highly... I'm, 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 I have a lot of high expectations for this Gunner project because, like Travis, he's just he doesn't miss when it comes to projects. So I have to have faith. It would be wrong for me to not have faith. Yeah, I will say, man, them snippets, especially that one with Future and Thug, yeah, it's, uh, it's time. I'm excited. Um, but let's talk about the other... I guess, I guess this his uh not even his competition, but you said you hinted at it earlier, saying that Gunner was gonna have the best project of the week, and I was just disrespectful because Abel, uh, the weekend is dropping his follow up to, uh, After Hours, which 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 which, I was surprised to hear that that project was from two years ago. That just goes to show you. How like the time warping we've been through with this pandemic. That was just insane to me. I don't know if y'all feel that way, but just knowing that that project was two years ago is just, it's like, damn. This is random, but you you want to hear a crazy time snippet? The fact that the first Yay listening party was in July when he was in wearing the all red. Like that was July. That was so long ago, but it felt like. Yeah. But, um,. The dawn. Let's let's talk about it. What what sounds are y'all expecting? I think that's probably the biggest thing here. He seems to be on like kind of this I'm electronic. I'm gonna say I'm a little. I'm I'm gonna say I'm a little concerned. I don't want it to be redundant. I don't want it to sound like after hours, and I'm afraid that's what we're gonna get. Because I've seen a lot of theories from the little like weekend Twitter fans talking about, oh, if you compare this album cover and the after hours album cover. It's just an older version of the same guy on the on the After Hours character or whatever. So I'm like, hmm, that is an interesting theory. You think that's the cover art? I know I asked this for the CLB and was just brutally wrong, thinking that Drake was going to change the cover art. But you think that's the weekend cover art? Yeah. Ugh, how do y'all come on, bro? Y'all like the cover art? I don't dislike nah. it. I don't. I don't care I don't about like it. it. It didn't spark any emotion. This is the old face of the weekend. Mm, I feel like it the album would, like the will actually unserious. contextualize it more. Okay, you're right. 
I just, I mean, he said in the GQ interview he was just planning to have fun and make what, like, is fun to him. But when you're the weekend and you're so pop at this point, I don't really know, like, how, like, is this the experimental album, quote unquote? And what does that even mean for the weekend? Told you what I thought. Like, that that electronic shit. Like he really about to lean into that bag. But is that not what he did for After Hours and Starboy? I don't know. That's just based off the sounds I heard on the last couple singles and Lucy's that he's giving us. He does us some radio morning. show called, uh, I forgot what it's called, like Moro, some shit. And he was like, <laughs> this is the sound of the dawn. And he like played it. And it was a bunch of electronic shit like the whole time. It was only electronic and pop. Nothing really dark. So I wouldn't be shocked if it's going in that lane. Is it going to be like a time capsule type album? Like, it's giving real, like, 60s vibes, especially with the whole FM vibe and, the uh, like, the little teaser he dropped. Who knows? Who knows what to expect? I have no expectations. I mean, at this point, Weekend can really do no wrong. He's done about everything you could do, so... Is that a cop out take? No, I mean, Weekend's also up there with consistent projects because I was a fan of Starboy, so I don't really feel like he's missed either and forever. But this one just concerns me because he's the king of the rollout, you know? Nigga did the whole Fifty Shades of Grey just to roll out that single, earned it. Like, he's a rollout king. And for him to say, I'm not doing a rollout, I'm just going to drop the old nigga face. And do How's he not doing a rollout? He's been, doing, he's been rolling this out for months. He's been teasing I mean, the dawn for months. Says the dawn. All he did was go on the on the on the hurricane beat with Kanye and said, "The dawn is light for me," and everybody got hyped. Like he said, "The dawn." I'm like yes, bro. He did the whole it's classic awful. delete your Instagram, change the Avi thing. He dropped Come a single on, that didn't hit. Come on, bro. He did his radio show Wait, a couple what was times. The single? He dropped a single. He did. It did not yeah. hit. It's, wait, wait! He got brushed wait. aside. <laughs> when did the When did the weekend drop a single? So Wasn't it a two pack? No, I think he dropped something else later on, and that also didn't hit. So he's been trying I to do a roll. It just something. it just hasn't been <laughs> hitting like past rollouts. That's because niggas been stuck on that last project. That's why I couldn't believe it came out so long ago. That bitch still running. That after oh, I was go take crazy. Take my breath. Is it called Take My Breath? Yeah. Yeah, the sing the cover for the single. Hold up. What is this nigga on? Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's what I'm saying. Like, it sounds like it's about to be in the '60s. We got the diner. You see this cover? It's just like the '80s style. Like, uh, I don't know if that's about to. I don't know. I, don't I trust know, Weekend because we said the same shit about After Hours, and that project ended up. Blowing us away, we That's were like true. so the skeptical. We was like, were phony, These are just, they're so bad. Nah, after this, after our single though was fire. The the title track, Blinding Lights, was whatever. But no, nah, because what, what what singles came out? Blinding Lights, and those Blinding none Lights of those records. After hours, none of those. Those are like my three least favorite records, and it was still good records. But obviously, the rest of that project was insane. Um, we can can do no wrong, man. We could we could get off this now. Get to a little unheard. Did you hear my question? Did you hear my question? Who's getting the first listen? Gunna or Weekend? Gunna. 
I will never play Gunner before the weekend. That that just doesn't even make logical sense <laughs> to play Gunner before the weekend. I just feel like knowing me on the for the weekends, for the pure sense of everything we just said, we all said we basically know what Gunner's going to sound like, and then for the weekend, none of us could come to a, a clear concision as to what the weekend's going to sound like. I got to see what That's mood what I, I want to be I in when safety. I'm listening to the weekend, though. For real, like I know the Gunner finna hit no whip. So I'm saying, you know, gunners, you know, gunners gonna hit because you know what gunners gonna be. So why would I rush to that first? Right on Friday night, I'm not trying to think. I'm just trying to like mind hear like the new shit. I'm trying to turn on Madden and just run the gunner. I'm gonna be. I I I just don't want to be mad hearing the weekend album and then. Play. And then you have the, the solid thing to go for. The gunner. I need to be. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be in a certain mood when I turn on the weekend album. I don't know if I'm gonna be in that mood first. So whatever mood I'm in, but. I feel like it's gonna be the gunner move. I'm in a good mood. Let's move on though. Unheard. Yeah, I have a phenomenal unheard artist. This is RX Poppy Speed Limit. Listen, baby, I got dope to sell. She said, Poppy, I don't want you to leave. That's how you supposed to feel. But you tell my name on your faith. So I know it's real. Police ever get behind the car. But baby, know the drill. Bitch, I'm off a bean. Bitch, I'm rolling like a Ferris wheel. Bitch, she suck dick good enough. I buy her a pair of hills. I got a lick in the hood that sniff more white than Paris Hillin'. Junkies in and out the building. She asked me when I'm coming home. Call me back to back. You got me starting to think that something wrong. You know what the fuck going on? I be there with a load for you Bitch, I ain't got no clothes for you I'm trying to get a roll with you She see me pack my bag She say I wanna hit the road with you As long as you're my driving, baby girl I don't see no issue She know that I'm a dog She know I sell dog If you ever feel alone Then I'm the nigga you could call Say she got a lot of shit on her mind Jump in this car with me and ride Roll this back, well, let's get high Turn the music up, let's vibe we get to do a little, we're going to do a very just informal, you know, year-end recap. Talk about some of our favorite projects, favorite artists, favorite music from last year. Um, You know, talk about what expectations for this year. So, let's get right to it, man. Um, What are y'all, some of y'all favorite projects, that album of the year contention? I have two kind of categories because I kind of have my R&B-ish categories. And then I have my, like, rap categories, like... On the R&B side, I think Arlo Parks had a top album of the year. I think Little Sims, whether we want to put her in rap or R&B, I think had a top album of the year. Faye Webster dropped a project called I Know I'm Funny, haha. Really, really solid, like folk music. Kind of, not folk music sounds funny, but it's just like slow, kind of like alternative music. Good drums, good mixing. Um... And then on the rap side of things, I'm going to have to put Hedy One's Deluxe album in there. I'm going to have to put Isaiah Rashad's album in the rap category. I'm going to put Don Tolliver in the rap slash R&B still, kind of like with where Lil Sims is at. Um, I'm going to put Bo Jackson by Boldy and Alchemist in my rap category. Um... And I really like the Lucky Project. I was a big fan of the Lucky Project. I don't really know if we count WLR as like this year or last year, because I remember we I put it in my list for last year. But that would probably be my rap album of the year, technically, if it's if it's counting for this year. But those are mine. Yeah, sound pretty consistent what you had earlier. Baldy on there. Um obviously the Tyler. 
I think is still oh, okay. See, I couldn't get with the Tyler. I couldn't get with the Tyler for some reason. No, I really, I really like the Tyler man. Um, been really impressed with him last couple albums. So he's definitely got to be up there. Um, I'm not really gonna mention obvious ones like Doja Cat or whatnot, but new ones. It's not obvious. I don't think that's an obvious. You fuck. The Planet Her. I, I thought that was yeah. that was pretty accepted. Like you know. Well, you should speak it. You should speak it anyway. I'm gonna speak on it anyway, man. I fuck with Doja. Of course. The, we talked about it last episode, but or the you know the uh, tearless episode, but Planet Her still runs. Just ultimate hit maker. Um, the NAO project and then life was beautiful. Uh, we got to give props to Lucky Day, who I thought was probably male R&B oh, artist. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, we can do EPs. Yeah. EPs and features. I just thought all around. I think. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't remember. If he was nominated at the Grammys for that, but I think he should definitely win that. Um, got to give props to Don Tolliver. I don't know if he he was out when we uh, did that episode, but. Easily top project, one of the top projects of the year for me. The melodic blue baby Keem. I remember I was like that project was good, but I ain't know. But like over the over the year, just been getting more and more listens. It, it really hit. So gotta give him his props. Um, summer still over. It. Great project. And then of course the Charlotte Day still for me. Top three, top five. Oh, yeah, Charlotte Day. I still have not listened to that project. Oh, my goodness. I feel bad. Oh, my goodness. I know. I'm, I feel I'm I feel sick. bad. I feel bad. I'll listen to it tonight. It's like 30 degrees out. I feel like this is the perfect time to listen to it. Yeah. Real special shout-out, though, Charlotte, NAO. Um, yeah, those are wicked, especially at NAO. Tosh. Uh, my top projects I've got in the alternative realm – Inner Wave Apoptosis, that's probably my number one if I was to rank these top 10. That's probably the best alternative project I've heard since the minute. Uh, I've got also an alternative wave. I guess this is more rock, but Willow Smith lately, I feel everything. Uh, oh, yeah, fuck. That's so good, too. <laughs> it was an insane out of nowhere project. Uh, in the rap realm, I've got Lancey Live Evil. I've got Vince Staples, self-titled. Oh, we've got the Vince Staples. And I've got Lil Sims and Mac Homie. Those are my top favorite Ooh, rap the projects. Mac Homie, the Mac Homie was sweet. Uh, R and B. I've got Charlotte Day. I've got Shelly, FKA Drum, self titled. And I've mm. got uh, Vance put me on to this project, Black Odyssey, Black Vintage. So those are my top projects by genre. Fire! I just want to shout out some quick EPs. That Black Vintage project is fire, but. I want to shout the 4K Michael EP. I actually thought that was a crazy strong body of music. I'm biased opinion. Um, Very I want to biased. shout out that K Tronada. <laughs> I want to shout out that K Tronada EP, the one that with the Mac Hami, her, and um, Thundercat. I think that was a crazy fire EP. Um, and I want to shout out the Thames EP. I really like Thames Project. I didn't hear it getting talked about really at all. Um, I think that's just probably that international artist trying to break U.S. market kind of deal, but I thought that was phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, those are my little EP shouts. Oh, yeah. Got to mention the Dave, too, for the album. And we didn't mention Nudie at all. Nudie had a, a great little Nudie run Nudie was not year. on my mind. Rich Shooter. Still fuck with that project. 
But yeah, I think that that covers the bases. We mentioned, you know, the major ones. Um, I just wanted to shout some artists real quick. Yeah, let's do it. That I think that I think had a killing year. I want to shout out Yeet in the rap category. Had a killer year. Like for me, I'm not one that really likens myself to new artists like quickly. I'm a huge hater and I'm a huge gatekeeper. So like it takes a while if you're a new artist for me to fuck with you. But yo, Yeet caught me like he got me in the in the squad immediately. Like I'm Yeet Hive like to the fullest. Like the last two projects just phenomenal. Um, I think he's doing like familiar shit in a different way, if that makes sense. Uh, familiar beats, but with different flows. I think Yeet had a crazy year. Um, fuck, who else had a crazy, crazy year? I'm trying to think who had, who else did well on features. I think Lucky Day had a crazy year too. I did want to highlight that. And then Boldy James obviously had a great year. Um, between the Salt Project and then her self-titled project, not self-titled, but her own album, I think Cleo Soul had a really great year too. Was in those sessions with Adele. You know, she was working on the Adele album. She worked on her own album. She was working with Salt. I think she had a fire year too. Um, and final biased opinion, but Kanye West, great year. Produced a Billboard number one track, an industry baby, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, and dropped a pretty solid solo album in the in the process. To with Donda, so oh. shout out Yay. We've got to bring up her too. Got an amazing year. Both. Her has amazing years every year. Yeah. That's why the only reason I kind of excluded her. Like she goes, she kills every year. Features in a project, solo project and features. Yeah, but so like all in all, how did, how did this year like kind of stack up for you guys? Solid year. Better than you thought. Yo, I'm not so a week. sorry. Yeah, we kind of went back through it. I'm sorry. I'm just being forgetful. But Soulquarius by Fabo was also like top three R&B project for me this year. Sorry, I left that out. But I think it was a strong year. I think it was an equally strong year for rap and R&B. That's kind of how I feel about it. And I feel like it hasn't been that way in a while. <clears throat> I feel like R&B has either been killing rap or like UK rap has been killing UK. I mean US rap, but. I feel like it was pretty balanced all around the board. We got some good records from the UK. Yeah, we, we need to talk about records. the crazy year WizKid had. We didn't even bring that up. But WizKid, obviously. WizKid, killer year. But you feel me? It's like we had a great year. Like the fact that we forgot about WizKid and he had like Dave. One Did record. we talk about Dave? That project was 2020, yeah, you, though. You mentioned, you mentioned Dave. Yeah, the WizKid project That WizKid project was 2020? Yeah. Damn, bro, bro, the time is moving way too fast. I swear to God, that project was in like March. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> when was that project? Was it nah, at the but end of the year? But, temp, but but it was it was essence was song of the summer. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was like November twenty twenty. I think. Around it. Damn. Time. But yeah. Um. I think we had a great year. I think twenty twenty was also a really solid year too, though. Like really solid year. Not in the rap category, but in all the like quarantine projects, people that made like little alternative albums in their crib and shit, fire. But I think twenty twenty one followed up. I think twenty twenty two may be even crazier. If you ask me, Taj, did you? How did you think the year was? I think every year is a great year in music. If you okay, want to actually no, look, don't if say any more. Don't say any more. That's the greatest possible thing you could have said. <laughs> all right. Now what are we look what are you looking forward to, Chance? 
wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Um, Artists or projects? Like, do you think about to drop an album that is going to be like, oh, this one's about to be the one? SZA, where you at? Fair. Um, Definitely fair. Kendrick, where you at? Facts. Um, the two big ones I can think of top of top of the head. I'm looking ahead to three main storylines. Uh, one, I want to see how Detroit follows up 2020. Uh, they ran the year 2021. They had a great year, great projects all around. I want to see if people will a get tired of the sound in 2021, or if they'll kind of pivot somewhere else and do some even better shit. I don't know. I just want to see what happens with that. Uh, number two, uh, Chance mentioned Kendrick. I think this is just the year of the artistic goat just coming back. I think we're going to see Kendrick and Frank this year. It's been five years since Frank. Mm. It's been, I don't even know how long, four years since Kendrick, five years since, six years since Frank, five years since Kendrick. So you kind of got to guess, hope they will come back this year. So I think both of them dropping this year will be so crazy. You're going to be praying and wishing for Frank, nigga. I don't know. It feels like I've been seeing more Frank leaks outside. circulate than I've ever seen before. So it's kind of like he just did right. the he just did the blonded radio. Yeah, I don't know. He's he Frank has a way of saying like, "All right, guys, get ready. I'm I'm almost about to drop music." Yeah, you basically got me with SZA and Frank. Those were the two main main people I was looking for. Um, I mean, oh. the 4K project is fire. I'm anticipating it, but it is also fire. I know what it sounds like, so it's like also Saba, Saba dropping, and where's Sid? Who? Where's Sid? Like SYD? SYD? Or the whole internet as a whole? Where's the whole internet? Steve Lacey, like Steve Lacey, been quiet. Um, yeah, bring the artistic guys out. Bring them out. I feel like we got a lot of real music this year, though. A lot of art this year. You think yeah, that was my number three? Uh, my number, my third storyline that I'm looking forward to this year. I want to see what happens off all of the shit that dropped in 2021, like off the foundations of like a Baby Keen project or a Don Tolliver project, or like niggas always kind of run with whatever Kanye did. So if niggas are gonna go that like ultra collab route, I don't know. I just want to see like what people take from 2021 and build off. Because there's a lot of weird projects that dropped in 2021. Facts, a lot of trends and shit. Um, oh, I'm also looking forward to that Coachella lineup. What is that? She's about to cancel. <laughs> I need damn. No, nah, that is hilarious. I hope nah, not. I'm gonna load this ticket. Coachella's outdoors. Y'all should be good. Just love the strength of that. But um, yo, Bash for the World. I forgot to mention him, but. That's probably my number one storyline I'm paying attention to for 2022. I think Bash for the World is going to pop. You can stamp Dope. it right here. Stamp it right here. Uh, let me go to the time. This is one hour and 34 minutes into the recording. Bash for the World will have a killing in 2022. All right. I wasn't I wasn't going to play this from Unheard, but since Vance mentioned them, here's Mo Texas by Bash for the World. <laughs> I'm 
Academics has a podcast, apparently. He's trying to get, like, us called Off the Record, I believe. Um, on Spotify. Spotify exclusive. Actually, I don't know why I gave them any free game right there. But he had Fetty Wap on. He had Fetty Wap on his podcast. We clowned it last week, Chance and I. We said the shit sounds like 2015 while we want to watch a Fetty Wap interview. But lo and behold, after Taj's recommendation, I watched the interview, and it was phenomenal. Fetty Wap, um, well, first I'll just preface it with saying, like, if you're an up-and-coming artist, like, listening to this podcast, or you want to work in music, or, like, you maybe even just have a slightly, like, vested interest in music, like, you should definitely listen to the Fetty Wap interview, um, because he just gave so much game on, like, what those early stages in your career are like, whether it's predatory managers, rolling with entourages, like, one of the craziest stories he talked about was, and loyalty, those are really the three things, like, loyalty, dealing with, uh, business shit, and then, like, entourages, like, those were the three takeaways I took away, because he was just saying, (laughs) he was talking about, like, um, he would, used to travel with 30 niggas, and he was making $1 to $2 million every day when he had Trap Queen out, My Way, Again, and 679. So he said he was just rolling with niggas. They would pull up to the Louis store, and he didn't want to be the only one in the Louis store buying shit while his homies just window shop. So he would tell all his homies to buy a shirt. That's 400 times 30. Then... When the Balmain jeans dropped, I thought this was hilarious. He said, you remember those Balmain jeans that every nigga was wearing? Or niggas were buying the fake ones in middle school? They had the little ridges at the top by the thigh. You know exactly what jeans I'm talking about. The nastiest anyway. jeans on earth, yes. <laughs> Fetty was saying when those dropped and the streets loved those, like he was having to buy $1,500 jeans for everybody into his entourage until Lior Cohen, the record executive that had signed him, told him, if you read the contract, the only person signed to this deal is Fetty Wap. So I don't know why the fuck you're giving the 29 other niggas Fetty Wap budget when the person signed to this deal is Fetty Wap. And it's like on paper that does sound smart, but when you think about it, it's like that loyalty thing I was talking about. Like he's coming from the hood. He's been up with these dudes for a while. The hood put him on. The hood supported him. So he said it was hard when he had to drop his entourage. Like he fell out with a lot of niggas. And I don't know. I just thought it was a super visceral interview, like raw interview from a nigga that we've seen have everything. And not to say he fell off or he he, he dropped, because I know what type of money a trap queen record can bring you over your life. So he's definitely not broke. But it was just a real raw visceral interview. It felt like I was listening to it like a like a old samurai that had like just like returned from war. <laughs> they had hella war stories. That's that was the perfect. Like. That's the perfect analogy. Fetty Wap sounded like a real wise. He didn't sound bitter. Like I was expecting. Like everybody who grew up in that age was kind of like Fetty Wap was really that nigga for like two years. And he just disappeared, and it was kind of always just like a Mayan mystery. That nigga got like, the what the fuck happened the to the Mayans? Feature. The Drake League like, feature. Exactly. It was like, well, he talked about that too. It was like that wasn't even supposed to come out. But that's I let you actually watch the podcast. But it was like, what happened to Fetty Wap? And everybody kind of like came to the same conclusion of like, he dropped all his hits too soon. And that's what like everybody just kind of went with. And then he addressed that. He was like, nah, those weren't even my hits. Those were just the order I was writing the songs. And they all just happened to be hits. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> that like, it just, <laughs> it was so insane to hear how he was just explaining these things. 
He was like, none of these were supposed to be his. These were just songs I wrote and put them out for I fun. I forgot about that. That was the wildest part. Nigga was on the way to his club. My the, way is way a crazy hit. A su- crazy surprise hit, though. No, bro. He was on the way to the club when he recorded Trap Queen. Like, he just hopped in, heard the beat, and just started freestyling. That nigga was in the back of the limo. Nigga was in the back of the limo with the... As you came in it, though. And he said he did that shit in like 10 minutes. He dipped. No, he's in the studio. He pulled up to the studio, recorded it, cut that shit. They were drinking and shit. He dipped, went to the club. He said the next morning, it was mixed. Yo sent it through. And it was a hit. They knew they had it. Yeah, baby. That was another thing that he said that was interesting. He was like, that was just my time. He just kept saying, like, that was my time. It was like, yeah, that makes sense. Guys, even after the interview, even after that interview, I was like, damn, I really fuck with Fetty after this interview. But I did not turn on any of that nigga's music. I was like, that shit not about to hit right now. So I didn't listen to any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that shit has to exist solely in 2015, 2016. And I'll just leave it to memory. Yo. So how do do y'all feel about that? How do do y'all feel about that? Because he said, um, he said on top of my... This nigga turning out the this nigga turning out the um the interview to go play the music like yeah turn this <laughs> shit up <laughs> this nigga closing the laptop and immediately putting up iTunes that was me with Trap Queen I had to run Trap Queen immediately just to remember how fucking amazing that song was and <laughs> you I want to address something real quick. So shut up shut up shut up Chance shut the fuck up real quick my nigga because listen shut the fuck up bro this nigga bro I post a little Trap Queen post on my Snap story talking about. Yo, Trap Queen was a great record. I think it had a huge impact in 2015. Nigga said this is one of the greatest records of all time. Nigga, Don't I said one of the nigga. I said one of the best in the last five years. It's one of the most important hits of the last five years. I can't really think of too many hits that had the impact that Trap Queen did. This nigga Chance just swipes up talking about huh question mark. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I hate you. Like, you're such a fucking oh my god. Nigga acted like Fetty Wap was terrible. Now you're on here sucking Fetty Dick. Look how the not, tables turn. I did not say it. I simply asked, you serious? That's all it was. <laughs> the same thing. I wasn't even Regardless. judging Regardless. I was just asking to see if you were just fucking around like you were drunk or if you was really saying it. No, I was really saying that. I'm a big Fetty. My thing is, too, though, I was putting niggas onto Fetty. It's, it's Mohawk like, Vance just, like, going crazy to trap queen at this, the school dance. Hell yeah. I'm Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, you have to, bro. I was that was like right when I was like really understanding like what finding early good music was. So like I was on SoundCloud. I found my way in. Tra- I remember I found Trap Queen like five months before everybody. Cause my I remember nigga pirated the my way snippet. I was like, my yeah, homie nigga. lived in Jersey. My homie lived in Jersey and was like, yo, all the niggas at my school are fucking. It was like before social media was even really a thing too. It was before like stands existed and like hives really existed. So, like, I just remember a homie telling me, like, yo, Trap Queen, like, these niggas at school are, like, interrupting class to, like, collectively sing Trap Queen (laughs) in the class. Like, this nigga has a grip on the community. And then I bumped that shit, and then I just brought that shit to Baltimore. I mean, I didn't. (laughs) But I just remember I showed that shit to the homies. This Mohawk Vance brand Trap Queen to Baltimore. Look what I found. No, it was. I was like, yo, look what I found in Jersey. (laughs) And niggas were raving. Niggas were raving. I remember we were playing basketball at lunch. You know when niggas played the full hoop sessions and would go to English class right after sweaty as shit? We would be playing Fetty Wap on the speaker. Like, that's the most 2015 shit I ever. It was a but, simpler time. Bro, I just wanted to finish my simple question before Chance started clowning me. 
do you like when when Fetty said he dropped in that time and he wants to credit the time just as much as he credits his own talent like do you think there's do you think that statement kind of still remains true in 2021 that like artists kind of have to create Hell with the time yeah. or do you think or do you think we're getting more music that sounds less in a time pocket Hell yeah boy like this TikTok music like what's about to happen to this shit The pandemic right, like, all the pandemic music like yeah, for sure. That's true. You sold me enough. I wasn't even thinking about TikTok like that, but you're right. You could definitely argue that TikTok is like the new time. That is the new music or whatever. Bro, the new music like style. TikTok music, like that shit don't even, it just be like a nigga saying something. It don't even be music. Like <laughs> it be like nigga saying a sentence and that become the whole thing. The worst part is that it'd be remixes of actual songs. It'd be like a white girl on the ukulele playing Welcome to the Party. And then it'd be like a new drill beat over it. Like, it's not the original Welcome to the Party beat. It'll be like a new beat. And it'll be like LaMelo Ball crossing over Davis Bertans. I'm like, dog, <laughs> this app is not good for the brain. <laughs> Why am I listening to a white girl on the ukulele play Welcome to the Party by Pop Smoke? I'm sick. But okay. Quick little Fetty recap. I mainly just wanted to shout out Fetty Dog. If we're going to give this recap, the decade's over. I mean, the decade's been over. We're in 2022. <laughs> Damn. Two years removed. That's wild. We were really doing Artist of the Decade combo last year. Two years ago, at the end of 2020. We had the beginning of 2022. At the end of 2019. No. What are we geeking. doing? Can we can we end this podcast? Let's end it. And nigga, <laughs> nigga just turned into a calendar. Let's wrap it up, man. They started y'all, naming dick. Thank y'all for sticking with us, man. We appreciate the unwavering support. You heard me. Um, it's great just being back. You know, I hate to miss a week, but it happens. Just great to be back. Great to be with the the fellas. You know, chatting it up. Um, so you know, thank y'all for tapping in. Go follow us on the Instagram, Unheard Podcast, Twitter, Unheard Podcast, Unheard Pod One. Um, like the episode, share with you, you know, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your sister, your friends, y'all going to tease everybody. Um, yeah, man, appreciate it. Last words, gentlemen? No, I have nothing to tell y'all to stream. I would say stay safe, though, if you're listening in Baltimore or anywhere where it's cold, because there was a, a, like a 16-hour traffic shutdown on the highway, and niggas were stranded in their cars without gas. I hate to be serious or whatever, but that shit genuinely made me, like, upset. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, that shit is really scary. Being stuck on the highway in the fucking 20-degree weather with no gas for, like, 20 hours. But, yeah, man, stay safe if you're out there on those roads. For sure. I'm going to play, um, he not unheard, but I just like the song. Play, um, that waterworks, Jump Blue and Gunner. Let my diamonds hit like waterworks. Look, the drunk boy, then she got to swallow first. Can't put the hoes first, gotta put a dollar first I just bought a rape when I'm gonna show money Got rich by playing my cards right She's sucking it under the stars right My nigga draw down them broad lights We don't get no fuck Oh, you ain't heard about that nigga who tried He lost his life that oh, night you ain't heard I paid a nigga to slide And I up the price that night That pussy do wonders Fuck me and gunner Head in the hummer I need more gunners I ain't a honest man Lie to your honor My bank won't Cool on her, it's still cool. Had a bad bitch apartment. It's a
She move out my crib. Hope they keep keeping her maybe. Go outside and catch a look. She said, gonna know why you said it. I said, bitch, don't test my temp. I was giving you special treatment. You know I got hold like a pimp. Niggas know they don't wanna with him. Like a beep with a Glock on my hip. We'll smoke you little niggas like him. Send a boy on a lifetime trip. And my diamonds look like water, I got waterworks We ain't know we go this far, we got it out of the dirt Hold up for you took it, spoil you gotta be loyal first And the S.A.B.B.S. is water, gotta drink my shirt Podcast over, dog.